You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. I constantly hear from people that they can't lose weight. The diets don't work. Nothing works. They're born fat. And this is just absolutely not true. And I wanted to be able to help everyone discover the best way for them to lose weight. And I discovered that the best way to do that was to build an app that personalizes your experience in order to get you in the best shape of your life. No matter what level you're starting at, no matter what your dietary restrictions, no matter what your physical limitations, no matter what your level of fitness, I can build a personalized program that will help you reach your goals once and for all. There's a reason that my app has over 4,000 five-star reviews and countless success stories from people who used the MyFitness app to achieve their goals. You already know I know what I'm doing, and that's why you're listening to this show. So you know what? Try it for free for seven days. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes or just visit JillianMichaels.com. Have you oh. built a siesta into our schedule today, Cindy? Do you hear oh. how relaxed she is? See, she opens the show with peace. <laughs> you know what that is, right? It's rare. Because she just got back from España. See, they where, agreed with her. Yeah, where siestas and oh my God. red wine and fresh octopus and all that yummy stuff is readily available. Oh my God, but it's also so crazy. Like, at first, like, you can't, like, everything, the whole town becomes a ghost town. The whole later half of the afternoon, right? Around two o'clock. It's so annoying because you're like, I wanted to go to this antique store, closed. I wanted to go to this, but closed. I wanted to go to that, then, right? So it's like you arrive, we arrived in um, Granada. Beautiful. And I'm like, oh, it's Granada. I wanted to go to this place and that place and this place. All closed. Why? (laughs) It's 10 in the morning. It's Sunday. It's all closed. I'm like, wait, fuck it. (laughs) It's like, okay, it's a siesta. It's closed. Then it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Then you go, okay, so it's not Sunday. It's not siesta. It's a Monday at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, awesome. I want to go here. Oh, we're closed. Why? It's August. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. What do you mean? It closed to the life, closed American. They, they close, so it's like, it's just, they just don't give a fuck. But in like, in the best way, they're like, nah, this is... You know, my quality of life is just so much more important. And they're just as productive. And they're out all night long. Yep. By the way, they're they're all out on the streets. And it's like old people, young people, babies in bars at nightclubs, <laughs> asleep on the chairs. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like literally young kids out at, at a, you know, a street party at midnight with the grandparents. It's like. 
you don't see anybody <laughs> over the age of 28 at a nightclub anymore. You don't, uh, children aren't, or go to bed at eight o'clock here. Like, and they're all, like, it's just a, to- it's a, comp- I, 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 it blows your mind. Like it's family. It's, doesn't it's liberating, matter isn't it? Are. Yeah, here you're like, oh, I'm not allowed to go there. I'm 45. I can't go to that place. <laughs> <laughs> There it's like there's a 70 year old at the club, at the club, the bar, whatever. There's an eight year old asleep in the corner. You're like, wait, what the fuck? It's like, it's so much healthier. They're out all night. They get up late. They go in whenever the fuck they do business. They go back to work after they slept. It's like, what? I mean, and you wonder why we have the highest level of suicide. Our quality of living sucks. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can only do this when you're in your 20s. You can only do you when you're in your 40s. It's over. At 50s, oh my God, 60s, like you're going to bed at 8 o'clock after you played bingo with the old people. <laughs> like, it's crazy. How did we get to this like rigid, like impossible? It, my kid, no wonder kids here go batshit hiding booze and partying like crazy. There, they're out in bars. It, it, it's the three, five, seven. Ten. There was one kid. This actually made me really mad. We were at um uh no the Nobu Hotel in Marbella. In Marbella. Oh my video. Oh, okay. In Marbella, and um, which is southern Spain, and you know, G obviously I mean, beautiful <laughs> Andalusia, like beautiful parts of Spain. So there's a there's a really fancy restaurant in the in the hotel, whatever. There's like a courtyard, and there's a child smoking a hookah with his parents. And I, I was like, said to the waitress, I'm like, is this, and the kid had a drink in front of him. And I was like, this is legal here. She's like, well, you know, we let the parents decide. Mm. And, you know, I was pissed about the hookah thing. I was so fucking mad because it's so, so bad. It's not like I let my kid have a sip of wine, which that you're like, all right, what's not going to kill them? Like, this is seriously, seriously bad for their health. But. I found that so that they just don't give it. They don't get involved in other people's parenting. They don't give a fuck. Oh, you want to give your kid a hookah? Here you go. I mean, I was like, that's child abuse where I come from. Like you would go to jail for that. And if you provided it, you would be shut down. Like that's insane. It's just so they don't get involved in how other people parent. Like there's zero like, like, oh, you're too old to be here. No judgment. No. Yeah. Do you think that's because it's a, such a small country, though, that it's like there's no competition? Yeah, like in New York, if you haven't like if you haven't killed three people and almost killed yourself by 11 a.m., you're a loser. But it's an old country too, and I think that uh, all of Europe. Yeah, and you got to remember, old, like in so Spain, different. Franco had that country oppressed for a long time, and so post True. that, there's a lot of you know liberty. But in general, I mean, anywhere you pretty much go in Western Europe, it's very liberal, very free, and very. People keep to themselves, if you will. I mean, they have the same problems that we have with terrorism and yeah, the right. economies and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to the nucleus of family and friendship, they work in a different way and they just exist. Yeah. I, li- I lived in Spain for a year and a half. Um, I lived in Valencia. And I just remember for me to ever go back there. I would never want to come back to the U.S. Yeah. because it's a way of life. I mean, look, I was just in Ibiza this summer for a week, and it's just 
what are we doing today? We're going to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. We're going to go for a walk. We're going to have dinner at 10.30 p.m. Yeah. And then we're going to go to a club till at two in the morning, till four or five in the morning and do it all over again tomorrow. Yeah. Don't forget, you've napped too. And, and very <laughs> relaxed. And I was still able to do my work and feel productive yeah. and not have that anxiety like, oh God, I didn't do this or I didn't get to do that. It's just a different way of living and you can't miss what you don't know. And that's why it's very, very hard once you experience you know, those types of things that not everyone gets experience. You realize you're like, what am I doing wrong? But also yeah. our lifestyle here, I remember it used to be if you were uh, an assistant or working on somebody's desk, oh, thank God they've left for the day. Oh, then there were cell phones. They When they left for the day, you're now mm-hmm. still working another hour on their commute. Then it was, oh, thank God they're on an airplane. We could, we can screen movies. We can do it. Oh, no, now we're yeah. getting emails and texts and All the maybe time. even phone calls still. So I think our quality of life, I mean, I, I've been reading this stuff about uh, companies saying absolutely no emails or phone calls after the workday ends because they're, the burnout level is beyond here. And I think that that, that's unrealistic for most it's not realistic industries it's just at this not. point but at the same time here's here's where i'm gonna i think like what i like about the way we do things with our company is it's like we don't really care when you get it done as long as you get it done that's exactly right so like they might go to the gym in the middle of the day we don't know we have a virtual office yeah it's like some like they might be on vacation one of them's working from israel like I really don't give a fuck as long as you get it done. Yeah. So I, I think that like if you get it done at two in the morning, if you get it done it, you know, on your Sunday, as long as you get it done. But there are other, uh, most people I know, they mm-hmm. work a yeah, I know. eight to eight job and then they're expected to answer those emails when whoever decided after dinner to start sending them. Yeah. And yeah. there are some people who don't even send their emails until the end of the day because that's the only time they have I know. the time that's to when do i do it, it. Up. And, and that's me yeah. too yeah. and i'll be like look this is not like on sunday i'll be like i'm yeah. really sorry this is not but you're setting up for monday for right now yeah. but i need i need this or can but we I'll, can we you know put this on yeah. your radar but also virtual i mean the way when you're not like at a physical place every day it has to function just when you can yeah and i think it's also you have to condition your employer or team yeah. to, I mean, there was an article recently I read in, uh, in the Telegraph in the UK where they were criticizing one of the largest law firms in the world where they have now offered their staff a 24 hour concierge, essentially strapping them to their desk. So now if you need to build your son's bicycle for his birthday, oh the God. concierge service will do it. And oh, you know, God. there's, we know of a lot of companies which shall remain nameless that are doing this because they want maximum output. But at some point there needs to be a quality of life, uh, balance. And that's what you're seeing with my friends that live in Holland, in Spain, in Italy, the anxiety that we carry oh my God. with, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I got to get it done. They're like, what are you doing? I know. And they're equally productive, if not more so, because they're doing it where the finite amount of time that they're going to dedicate to that yeah. is- Do they not have the competition we have? They do. They do. They absolutely do. I, I but they're to... all doing it the same. See, I think that's what happens here. Right. One, but one person steps it up and says, huh, I answer emails mm-hmm. all. The, and so, oh my God, we have to answer. You yes. Know? It's, like, it's a it's race to the bottom. Like, it, yeah. Like, yeah. It's a race totally. to the Do you remember this? Um, I know. We had a former employee that would, if Jillian would hit send on an email, this guy would want to be the first to answer. I'm like, pause, dude. <laughs> pause. 
just because you're the first to answer doesn't mean that you're A, right, and B, what are you like showing her that you're just sitting there like a puppy waiting for her an input? Like, stop. So it's like, find your quality of life, yeah. find your balance. At the end of the day, there might be some days that you can do everything you need to do within a certain defined period. And there's yeah. going to be other days where it might take you longer, but we have lost our compass, mama. Everyone has. So yeah. true. Yeah. We have all lost our compass. I mean, they, they even know, they even say myself if included, you, if you allow, if, if you're again, a physical office, if you allow your employees to work from home once a week, they are more productive working from home. And I know I am. I wake up. It doesn't matter if it's six, seven. If there's something I want to take care of, I'll take care of it then. I'm not going to wait till nine o'clock to take care of it. Right. And and there's also a feeling of responsibility. Yeah. Uh, control over your own self. Yeah. Your own life and and feeling some pride in what you're doing. And I don't, I, I just, this whole like merry-go-round thing is just it's the hamster wheel it's all horrible. day long it's horrible we really are the only ones that like even when i'm in like if i was in vietnam everybody would be out in the town square all the kids everybody in the middle of the night if i'm in spain if i'm in italy they're all out in the town square in the middle of the night and here it's like eight o'clock night night bedtime kids bed nine bedtime it's bedtime and it, it's like and then they're a mess the next day and they don't it's just it's bizarre mm. or like again you Oh, I'm too old to do that. Are the old people go over here? It's like it's bizarre. Yeah, the, the segment. How yeah. we segregate each other. It's, I just that is terrible to me. I don't get it. And they all hang out in the same places, in the same like you could see it, it. Like yeah, there's a certain class of people hanging out at a certain bar. Like if it's an expensive place, like they're probably a little bit more moneyed, right? If a, sure. if a drink is going to cost 20 euro, you're going to get a wealthier crowd. But it's still like older, younger, mm -hmm. this, that, the other. You could go to this town square where it doesn't cost anything. You're just, they might have less money, but it's older, younger. Like that also to me was, it's like life is not over. Yeah, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you look around and you're like, oh my God. Everyone's there's, 10. There's, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I must have walked into the wrong place or yes. the wrong seating. or As opposed to like, you know, wow, there's every age. Everybody's every there. ethnicity. There's every... You went to a beach club called Nikki Beach. There's a 70-year-old. There's a 20-year-old twerking in the corner. There's a child <laughs> asleep on two chairs. I'm, I'm like, th those people are definitely on drugs. That's those funny. people are just having a salad. <laughs> I, I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like, and they are all happy and getting along. And I just think if, if there's anything I definitely want to take, you're right, G. It's like, try to find It's easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. More of that work-life balance. But also, like, don't let anybody chase you out of an environment either, I think. Yeah. You know, you want to go to this bar, go. I don't care if you're 90. Fucking go to the bar. Fuck everybody. I remember we, Jillian and I were having a sunset dinner in Ibiza, and I'll never forget the oh, look yeah. on her face where the music, the people, yeah. the water, and the sun. And she goes, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. It's mm. awesome. Remember that at Mambo yeah. Cafe? Yeah. You get some sense of peace. Yeah. It's yeah. just like a great... I don't know. So yeah. don't let anybody chase you out anywhere. Don't feel like there's somewhere you don't belong. Like don't resign yourself to not going out or having fun at any age. You know, maybe let your kids live a fucking little, at least when it's summertime or a weekend, take them out, let them go out with you. Let them stay up. I mean, I don't know. Cause there'll be no other kids out there and everybody will give you the stink eye, but like one more, 
<laughs> you know, it's just, it's like, what can we incorporate in little bits every day to improve our quality of life? It's next to impossible for most of us to get all the essential nutrients we need from food. So there's Ritual, which is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Just two, easy to take, no nausea capsules help fill the gap in your diet. Cindy loves them. From Mm -hmm. D3 to Mm Omega-3, my girl gets the nine nutrients she needs without having to take a handful of vitamins, and she feels great. There's even a mint tab in each bottle of Ritual Essential for Women, so you don't get that fishy aftertaste you can get with some Omega-3s. And thank God, because I sit very close to Cindy. It's lovely. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Jillian. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Jillian to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Jillian. I actually like to brush my teeth. Cindy, it's become one of those good (laughs) habits I look forward to. And good habits matter when you want to live a healthier and happier life. And that's why there is Quip. Quip's built-in timer. Guides, gentle brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes, guys. And so every 30 seconds, I just said guys again. Oh, boy. (laughs) Every 30 seconds it pulses so you can clean your teeth evenly. It's probably my favorite thing about my Quip electric toothbrush. Plus, it looks super cool. The travel cap doubles as a mirror mount, and Quip automatically delivers brush heads every three months, so you have new bristles right on schedule. Quip makes brushing something you want to do twice a day. Your oral care matters a heck of a lot, so ditch the gimmicks and grab a Quip. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill pack for free at getquip.com Jillian. There's a simple way to support the show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip, Q-U-I-P, dot com slash Jillian to get your first refill free. That's getquip.com slash Jillian. I like this, Cindy. Seven foods that have mental health benefits according to experts. Hmm. Love to know who the experts are. Let's see. This is on this is on bustle. Um, to be fair, I kind of did cheat and glanced ahead at this. Uh, but they've got, let's see, so who are, who are our experts? <laughs> uh, one of the most interesting areas of research is something called psychobiotics, said Dr. Mm. Sabrina Morkel of the Department of Psychiatry and Psychiatric Medicine. Psychobiotics. All right. She's an expert on the gut-brain axis, so the whole microbiome conversation. I have heard many, many, many times that your microbiome or your gut health affects mood and Mm. cognitive function amongst a host of other things from friggin' metabolism to immunity. But in all transparency, we don't really understand this. I mean, we've seen the results of it, but there's so many billions, I don't even know, trillions, I don't know, obscene amount of like bacteria and little bugs and stuff in our bodies. Like, we don't really know Hmm. how to make this perfect. So really, it's like, the answer is eat fermented foods, take a probiotic, eat fiber, which is a prebiotic, which means it feeds the good bacteria. That's what a prebiotic is. It's a type of fiber. But you can find this stuff in fruits 
and vegetables, guys. The thing is, like, you can't, one of the strongest psychobiotics, she says, is diet. Well, <laughs> that's it. But we're still understanding how it can affect mental health, which is like, exactly. Like, no one, nobody really knows how to balance that perfectly. And that's where it's mm-hmm. just common, it's common sense. Eat clean food, lots of fruits and vegetables, a lot of plants, you know, things that don't have a ton of pesticides, herbicides and fungicides and chemicals and all that junk. And fermented foods like kimchi and yogurt and I hate kimchi I, personally. I actually but found a kimchi that was like not kimchi? objectionable. Oof, I hate it. it but was, I do like yogurt. There's, there's one that my sister... Uh, and I just take probiotics, but... Yeah. yeah, my sister had a jar this summer that she, <laughs> she would open it. Oof, yeah. And you, if room. you hadn't been in the room, you walked in and you were like, what the, what died? And it really smelled like death. It was smell, Oof. it was not wow. even, there was nothing. All right. Food about it. Jeez, face. Okay. Well, you what? don't have to eat the kimchi that smells like death. <laughs> but. The kimchi of death. Basically, here's the takeaway on that one. A healthy microbiome. So fermented foods or take a probiotic and eat. High fiber foods. That's why when you start getting into these freaking stupid fat diets, I don't eat beans. Like resistant starch in the beans is an excellent prebiotic fiber. Like it's good. F- I can't. Just common <laughs> sense, guys. Fruits, vegetables, common sense. Protein. I thought this one was kind of interesting. Now, here's why they're saying protein, right? It says protein rich meals help to lower insulin levels. Now, the brain is very sensitive. Basically, that's not what they said. I'm interpreting that, right? So it says the brain's very sensitive to fluctuations in blood sugar. So it's important we're not eating carbohydrate-heavy meals. I mean, in that case, you'd process flour and sugar is basically what they mean. And um, also, protein helps to stabilize blood sugar and keep your insulin levels lower. So we see a lot of stuff with regard to mood and insulin health overall, of course, but when insulin levels are too high because we're eating too much processed sugar, too much processed carbs, or the body starts to become insulin resistant because we're eating all that stuff and the pancreas is dumping insulin and our body just gets sensitized or sorry, desensitized to it. Um, they're starting to show that it can also affect your mood as well as a host of other health conditions from PCOS to type 2 diabetes. So protein rich foods. And that kind of goes on a little bit um, when we look at magnesium rich foods as well, because of course a lot of foods that have, that are higher in protein also will have a lot of, um, minerals like magnesium and zinc and what have you. Magnesium, this one I didn't actually know, is an essential mineral for mental health. It says magnesium deficiency is associated with both anxiety and depression. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Chronic stress can deplete magnesium, which is, I mean, you'd have to think, I guess, about like, What's going on in your biochemistry with your hormones when you're feeling chronically stressed, mm. right? Adrenaline, cortisol, what have you, can deplete magnesium. So it's probably like this, what's first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Mm. But nevertheless, magnesium-rich foods. So you have stuff like leafy greens, nuts, uh, actually has dark chocolate, yay, avocados, beans. So I liked that one a lot. We talked about fermented foods, which has to do with microbiome. We talked about prebiotics. Polyphenols. This is kind of a cool one. So polyphenols are plant compounds that we can't digest, right? So instead, they're broken down by your gut microbiome. Now, polyphenols can be in things like wine. We talk about that all the time. Or olive oil, which I just learned. um, Green 
right before the green olives turn black is when they have the highest content of polyphenols. That's the mm. best olive oil for you. Also, green tea, coffee has polyphenols. A number of polyphenols have been shown to improve mental health. And they think it's because, again, of how they're benefiting your microbiome. Oh, wow. It all seems to tie back to that a bit. And then they go on to the Mediterranean diet, which is pretty much everything we just talked about, right? Which is high fiber, <laughs> omega-3s. Oily fish. Oily yeah. fish, which are in there. Yeah, the omega-3s for brain health. So it's like you've likely heard about omega-3 fatty acids, which we did another segment um, about how omega-3s may not help your heart. <laughs> It's like, oh can my you, God. Can you just go back to the olive oil yeah. example you just gave? So say that again, because okay. I take an olive leaf extract and I'm trying to understand at what point in the process are they extracting that? It's the <laughs> olives. It's when the olive, okay, so they were explaining that um, this guy is like a, like with this, it was really cool. It's like a little chef kind of foodie guy that like gives these courses on food in his house. And he was explaining that before, right before the olive is about to turn black, okay, from green to black, it has the highest amount of polyphenols. Hmm. Interesting. So it's essentially health benefits, right? So right. Uh, the good stuff. And so like the greener the olive oil, the better it is for you. So the darker. Yeah, you want it to be, you literally want it to be green, not yellow, but green. Interesting. And you'll you'll taste the difference, yeah. I, I, which I mean, I don't, I don't mind it, but the, Interesting. that's- and he's like, it's cheaper to do it, you know, the other way around and you get more oil, but it's not as good of a quality because I guess the olives are, have more oil, the riper they get. Right. Right. But also think about this. You have a That's piece of fruit, you allow it to get very, very ripe. Well, what's ripening? It's, it's oxidizing. Yeah. So when it's oxidizing, you're losing the antioxidants in food so the more ripe it is the less nutrients mm. it will have right that's why i don't like black bananas <laughs> me either ah, yeah i do though freeze them when they get dark then use them for a smoothie yes no you don't i do do you really yeah i'm trying to really be i've heard it a million times never done it once i, in my I life. i'm really bread. trying never. to be when i look at everything i put in the grocery basket I'm Not like, I it. want to consume it, whether it happens now or in the future. I'm I don't want to waste way. it. I can't throw, I don't, it's, it, you can use it to make something. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You ever buy something online and then find out that you could have gotten it for less? I swear to you, I hate that. It totally pisses me off. Not to mention the paranoia that you're probably overpaying every time you shop, right? And my friends will be like, oh, I found those shoes online and I got them for 30% off. How? Oh, a coupon code. It's like, who's got the time to search for a coupon <laughs> code or one of those codes, even though we have them on our podcast and you guys can use them all the time. But that's why <laughs> there's Honey. And it's a free browser extension that scans the internet for coupon codes and discounts and automatically applies the one with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout. And Honey knows about every freaking coupon code, sale, or discount at over 20,000 sites like Amazon, J.Crew, Target, Sephora, and more. The best thing, you just shop like you normally would, and Honey finds you savings. It feels amazing. It's kind of like being on the treadmill, but someone else is doing the running. Listen, there's no reason not to use Honey, guys. It's free to use, and it installs on your computer in two clicks. 
Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Jillian. That's joinhoney.com slash Jillian. G is so excited that Everlane is a new sponsor because that's where he gets his t-shirts, people. And it's probably because they're exactly what they should be. Simple, stylish, made from quality materials without traditional markups. Everlane even lets you know their real costs. And they're radically transparent about every step in their process. From the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with, their clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. And since Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. My new favorites that I just got from Everlane would have to be the 100% grade A cashmere sweater, gorgeous Italian leather boots, and a denim jacket made at the world's cleanest denim factory. And right now, you can check out their personalized collection at everlane.com slash Jillian. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash Jillian. Everlane.com slash Jillian. Jillian, we have a very special guest today. We have functional medicine expert and author of the upcoming book, The Inflammation Spectrum, Dr. Will Cole. Hi, Dr. Cole. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Um, so everybody out there listening, all transparency, Dr. Cole and I shared the same book agent who uh, used to be my editor. And she sends me stuff all the time for the show. And I politely declined. And she's like, all right, I know you're going to say no, but this guy's amazing. And this book is amazing. And she sent me like information about you and the book. And I was like, all right, this one's a yes, absolutely. And I, I forwarded it to Cindy. But to be honest, like I'm learning about you and the book along with the audience right now. So I do know what functional medicine is, but can you tell everybody listening, what exactly is functional medicine? What, what do you do all day long? And then subsequently we'll get into the book. Yeah. I Thank you so much. I, uh, and functional medicine, another word for that is systems medicine or integrative medicine. So it's really the best of Western medicine and the best of alternative medicine. So we get to the root cause, but in an evidence-based way. So we're running comprehensive labs and we're finding out what drives why somebody feels the way that they do. So we're looking at things like microbiome, gut issues or toxicity issues or hormonal imbalances or inflammation and what's driving it. Uh, and then we tailor a holistic natural medicine lifestyle protocol and medications when needed to really be tailored and customized to the individual. So I see patients around the world. I primarily have a virtual clinic where I consult people via webcam. And wow. uh, yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's what I live and breathe and I, I have a passion for. So tell me about the book, The Inflammation Spectrum. Like where, where did the, the impetus for this come from? What made you decide like this is the book, I'm writing this book, this is what it's about. You know, I mean, it's find your food triggers and reset your system. So obviously we know this is, this is a diet book. This is a book that talks to you about exactly that, like how to tailor your diet so that you're keeping your body as healthy as possible. But can you tell me like what made you go, all right, I'm writing this book. And then what is, quite honestly, what is The Inflammation Spectrum? Yeah, so inflammation is really the commonality between just about every health problem out there. I mean, from autoimmune conditions to diabetes and heart disease and cancer to things that don't even seem inflammatory to the average person like anxiety and depression and brain fog and fatigue. These are things that are, as you know, 
plaguing our world and our family and our friends. And uh, it's the people that I am with as a functional medicine practitioner. So the inflammation spectrum, the book was really born out of me seeing patients over these years. And why it's called the inflammation spectrum is because inflammation exists on a spectrum. And from one end of the spectrum, it's mild fatigue or anxiety or digestive problems. And then the other end of that spectrum is full-blown, given a diagnosis code, like an autoimmune disease okay. or diabetes, et cetera, and then right. everything in between. So my goal with the book is to educate people about inflammation and then allowing them to learn where they fall on the inflammation spectrum and then, obviously, most importantly, what to do about it so they can start moving the needle in a positive direction because most of these things, as you well know, are in the majority, overwhelmingly reversible, overcomable, healable things. So I wanted to really empower people to have agency over their health. So like, let's say I have rosacea because I have a friend that has rosacea. And I mean, that's an autoimmune inflammation thing. Like, what if I'm like, well, I'm not 50 pounds overweight, but I have something like that. Can the book help me? Or like I have digestive problems. Can it help me with those kinds of things as well? Certainly. I mean, I want people to, to take action wherever they're at on the inflammation spectrum. And ho- hopefully it doesn't take a major health crisis for people to have that wake-up call because many times it's, it's too late or close to being too late then. So I want people to take action now. And we start the book out with a quiz so people can find out. And, and the quiz is based on questions that I ask patients. So it's I was gonna say, can you give me a few? Can you give me a few? Because I didn't, I don't have, I didn't get the book, or I'd be well, I'd be well prepared. I'm so sorry. Like I literally went on for two days, and like this happened so fast, I didn't even get a chance to get the book from anyone. No. So, can you give no, me like I, a few examples of some of those questions? Of course. So we go over the sort of seven areas of the inflammation spectrum that I. Uh, have a, a graphic in the book so people can see it visually, okay. but there are seven sections. There's digestion, there's brain, there's hormones, there's blood sugar, there's detox, there's musculoskeletal areas. So they go through the, that quiz and they ask, we ask in the quiz, where's, where's your digestion? Are you going to the bathroom two times a day? Many people don't even realize it. They think I'm not constipated, but they're going to the bathroom every other day. Or they have those rashes or those flare-ups uh, and they're not even conscious of that even being normal because so many of these problems are so common for people that they think just because something's common, they equate that with normalcy. Uh, and just because something's common doesn't make it normal. And we want to really raise people's awareness that feeling lousy may be ubiquitous in our society and in your life, but it shouldn't be normalized. So it's a raising people's awareness and getting them in tune with their body of, of seeing where they're at with these inflammatory issues. Now, I mean, I have some, I have, I have severe brain fog and you mentioned that as like one of these kind of symptoms, so to speak. And I, I always thought like, I'm just busy. I'm just busy. I'm just tired. And I, I, am I like essentially normalizing that then? Like I I just kind of resigning myself to it. Like bad, think- bad brain fog. I'm not kidding. Like the kind of shit, dude, where I like literally will have my sunglasses on my head and they'd be like, where did I leave my, <laughs> my sunglasses? <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's, well, it's pretty severe. I mean, you, we talk about food in the book, but I think you bring up a great point that it's not just food. I mean, stress and a lack of sleep, what do they do to the body? They raise, right, they raise inflammation levels. Right. So you're probably right. It is just stress and a lack of sleep, but those are the things we need to be mindful of as well 
to manage. And obviously we can't, you know, live on a mountaintop away from everything, but it's how do we go through life uh, that is in alignment with our biochemistry that starts to balance out inflammation levels. So for sure, we have to talk about stress. We have to talk about sleep. These are uh, very pervasive issues in our culture. And we have an epidemic of a lack of sleep in our culture that we need to start prioritizing that. So you may be onto something. So with so with the book is the idea that it's like okay we're going to identify where you're at, and then is it more of a one size fits all like these foods trigger inflammation or is it more like hey, this food can trigger inflammation in you, in Jillian but not Cindy kind of a thing. Yeah, my goal with the book is, and this is really the heart of functional medicine, is what works for one person may not be right for you. Got I mean, it. when you talk about intestinal permeability and leaky gut syndrome, there's a lot of variability um, when it comes to food sensitivities and what works and people's personal preferences. I think that's another facet you have to look at. And um, so through the quiz, we were able to show people, okay, this is the plan in the toolbox that would be right for you. So let's say somebody has hormone issues, they're going to focus on different foods as medicine than somebody with digestive issues. I so see. this is all adapted from me seeing patients over the years and what works, what doesn't. That's so uh, cool. I love it. Do it this. without a doctor and start. Yeah, I'm super excited for people to start to lean into this information. So I like, I'll read the book and end up taking away a completely separate sort of agenda then let's say Cindy might, because I might go, okay, I have severe brain fog and like, uh, this is, I need to focus on this part of my body or my brain and my nervous system. Cindy might say, oh, I have a hormone imbalance and it's my endocrine system. And so she and I would be taking away like different tips to a certain extent, even though the the umbrella of knowledge is uh, applied to everybody, but you get kind of your own little prescription to a certain extent. Yeah. That's yeah, you get your own awesome. toolbox. So for the brain, you may get some neurotropics and, you know, uh, that wow. you get some adaptogens for brain function like lion's mane. It imp- improves brain-derived neurotropic factor, like improving brain function, basically. And then hormones, maybe you bring some ashwagandha and you, you cook with that. And we teach people how to use these foods as medicine to find out what their body loves, what their body hates, um, because we're all different. So I try not to make too many, like, broad-sweeping overgeneralized statements because as you know seeing clients over the years there's so many different differences when it comes to people uh, dr well i love this book can you tell me or i can't wait to read it i mean like can you tell me where is it available which i'm guessing is going to be everywhere yeah it's <laughs> such a dumb everywhere question but everyone's like everywhere <laughs> amazon every everywhere yeah. barnes and noble books i'm guessing yeah. everywhere um it's now everywhere. and when is it out it comes out October 15th. It's on pre-order now. Uh, but everything's at drwillcole.com if people want to just check it out there. But, yeah, that's, that's when it comes out. And if they want to make an appointment with you, too, they, they can do the same at drwillcole.com? Yeah. yeah, but it's my, my day job is not writing books. It's seeing patients. So it's uh, definitely my love, and I, I, I love doing it. And, guys, that's D-R for doctor, not spelled out the word. So D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E, drwillcole.com. Dr. Cole, you're awesome. I cannot wait to get the book from our mutual oh, friend, Heather. So um, yes, and thanks, would, Heather. Maybe I'll be a little bit sharper. Uh, the next time we speak, I'm going to start my <laughs> neurotropics, which, by the way, I've not even heard that word before, so now I'm embarrassed. Uh, and right. I, cannot, I cannot wait to learn I'll a little bit more about it. Know when you want, and I'm there.
Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it. Have an excellent day. Thanks so much. I'm going to put the uh, website in the show notes. Okay, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get it weekly. You don't even have to think about it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you're listening. 